Hello and welcome back to another episode of A Cozy Christmas Podcast. I'm your host, Art, and we've reached the end of Season 1. And so in today's episode, I want us to take a moment to look back on Christmas 2020. We've been hearing it said a lot that 2020 has been something of a dumpster fire. I know in some way COVID has impacted all of us. Um, Many events in the news lately have been and will continue to impact us into the new year. But I want to focus on the good things that have happened this past year. Tell me about your year 2020. Tell me about your Christmas this year. Was it different? Was it the same? Did you get some great gifts or were things pretty, pretty laid back and casual? If you have a funny story, a heartwarming story, a sad story, I would love to read that on the podcast. And you can send that to me at cozychristmaspodcast at gmail.com or reach out to any of my social media links. Um, I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and I'd encourage you to follow me there. And so to start off with our episode today, I want to read a memory sent in by our listener, Rick. Now, in the last episode, we heard a wonderfully charming story from Rick, and uh, he sends me another, uh, another memory this time around. It's part two. He says, in the early 1970s, my dad was promoted and was transferred, along with his family, us, to Bowling Green, Kentucky. At the same time I was just entering high school, my Christmas focus shifted from getting to giving at Christmas. One of my most memorable Christmases was during my college years. As happens so often, I was at a loss as to what to get for my family. All at once, while perusing the Sears catalog, I happened on a pool table. What a great idea! So I went to the bank and got an advance on my college tuition, $600 and proceeded to purchase the pool table. Of course, I couldn't take something that large home, so I had to store the table over at a friend's home. Then, Christmas Eve, in the middle of the night, after we were well lubricated, several friends that I recruited to help haul the table went and picked it up. On the way home, being in a jolly mood, we hollered out Christmas carols at the top of our lungs from the back of a pickup truck. I'm sure all the parents along our route were thrilled to death to hear a truckload of drunk college students waking the kids. We got to my house and got the pool table set up without incident, and it was enjoyed by the entire family for many years after. Another year, I was dating a beautiful girl I'll call JT. JT had to be the sweetest girl I have ever met and loved animals at least as much as most humans. One time she came over crying her eyes out, calling herself a murderer. Why? She said she had accidentally hit and killed a bird with her car. So one year, I wanted to show JT how much she meant to me by getting her an extra special gift. While walking through our local mall, I found just the right item. It was a beautiful rabbit coat. Sure, it was expensive, but not only was it gorgeous, but it was wonderfully soft, and I knew it was the perfect length to look fabulous on her. Well, when I gave it to her, I might just as well have given her a box of baby rabbits and a cleaver with a recipe for rabbit stew. Of course, she tried to hide her joy, but I could tell she was thrilled. I'm sensitive that way. I don't remember what happened to that coat, whether we took it back, exchanged it, or she buried it in the backyard. Oh well, nobody has ever accused me of being overly sensitive. Merry Christmas to all. And that's a Christmas memory from Rick. And Rick, let me again just tell you how much I'm enjoying your stories. I had to record this one a couple times because I I kept laughing. (laughs) Rick, I I hope that all worked out well for you in the end. Keep sending me those great memories. Um, If you want to be awesome like Rick, send me a Christmas memory. It can be funny. Like I said, it can be funny, tragic, whatever. I'd love to hear and love to read it. Rick, I'm really glad I waited to read your stories in January because this is bringing me the Christmas joy that I'm missing right now. So thank you for that. And thank you for listening. Send me your Christmas memory at cozychristmaspodcast at gmail.com and I'll read it on the air and send you a Christmas card and a sticker. I have another interview for us today, and I think you'll enjoy this one. 
Manny, the host of the Christmas podcast, Feliz Christmas, Merry Navidad, joins me. And his podcast is a wonderful podcast. It, it is full of joy and cheer and love for other uh, for others. And he and, and he is just a beacon of Christmas joy. I'm so thankful if you caught him in um, the last uh, few episodes ago. Uh, we sent him up to the North Pole, and he managed to find Santa and do a, a little interview with him there. Uh, that was pretty exciting. I didn't know what to expect when we sent him up there, uh, but uh, boy, Manny came through. So I will uh, will head over and uh, pay a visit with Manny right now. Hi, this is Manny from Feliz Christmas, Merry Navidad, the bilingual, multilingual Christmas podcast. In our podcast, you will hear about foods, traditions, how this 2020 Christmas will be interesting, especially from six feet away, and many more new surprises. Join me on the road to Christmas, along with many guest hosts from other podcasts from the Christmas Podcast Network. You can listen to us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, or just search for us on your favorite podcast platform. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at FCMN Podcast. Or visit our website, fcmnpodcast.com. Feliz Christmas, Merry Navidad. Uh, Manny, welcome to a Cozy Christmas Podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me again. Again, yeah, yeah. Some of you, you might recognize his voice. We uh, sent him to the North Pole for uh, on-location interviews. Manny, thanks for uh, heading up there and, and risking frostbite for us. It, it was my pleasure. Awesome, awesome. Tell us a little bit about your your podcast and what, what it's about and uh, how you got started doing that. All right, I'm going to start from the beginning. Okay. So there was the Christmas in July special from Tista Podcast, and I was battling myself to send in a recording or not. So when I sent it, I had very good feedback from the elves over there. And Julia said she liked my accent. Okay. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> and it, it, it encouraged me. And then I kept in touch with them. And then they invited me to the Discord group. I mentioned to them that I was thinking, I guess, of trying it out. And I get this invitation to the Discord group. And like I've always said, that's, it's an underground society of Christmas people. That's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really is. <laughs> it, it's awesome. And then from there, I get mentored um, by Chris from Christmas time in the city. I'm just name dropping and dropping and promoting oh, everybody. Yeah, right? I do it. I do it all the time. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so he's he's been my mentor in this whole thing. And I always said I didn't have a clue of what it was going to be about. It's the the generic it's, it's about food it's the bilingual multilingual christmas podcast but everything still it, it, it we stuck to english so far i don't know like i said it was it didn't have i didn't have where to go but then i have so many had so many places to go and once you start getting that christmas spirit and every time you get closer and closer to christmas you come up with new things but people they rate movies. They talk about movies. I've been in, in you know, other podcasts talking about movies. Mm-hmm. And it was last year was really awesome when it came to that, because all you guys, I mean, I'm, I'm here because of the support I get. Instead of being a competition, it's just it's just support all around. And well, what better, you know, what better time of year than to Christmas and to try and touch people's lives than to try and get to people in an emotional way? I mean. We have the little different segments, even a drinking segment, which those are going to be fun <laughs> when I when I upload just because all of them have to do with Christmas. Mm-hmm. So I still haven't found what actually is the force to, that's going to drive the podcast. And at the way I'm going, I hopefully I never do find it because I could do just about anything it's, you know, from talk about food then about to reaching out um to other people it's it's awesome and then getting sent to the north pole yeah that i mean that was uh sending you to the north pole that we we put together all the all the pennies that this podcast has earned and sent you up there so <laughs> it explains the dog the dog sled i guess <laughs> yep. and the lack of airplane <laughs> yes lack of airplane right <laughs> no it, now yeah there's a a few, a few things you've been doing on your podcast that I've really enjoyed. Um, one, of course, is the Santa Tracker. And, 
you know, when I, I heard you do that first one, uh, I thought, you know, that'd be great to share with, with my audience. It was a lot of fun. I can remember when my kids were real little, we'd kind of go on the website, see where Santa was and, and track him all over the map on the, on the world. And, and now that they're older, you know, they, they, they know Santa can make it without them watching. So, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it just, to me, that just brought back some nostalgia. It sounds like you have a lot of fun with that. I do. I, I, I mean, it's for the kids. I picture myself as a kid. I have my nephews. I have little family members based on yeah. my beliefs growing up and what I wanted to see. Then right now I could actually use my voice to create a visual. Mm -hmm. Before when I was little, there was a book, but I couldn't turn the page until it was the next day. So I would find out what was going on. And then the last few pages were where was sent at what time was he supposed to be where and when we were getting to the location we were at, my cousin and I, we just told our parents we had to go home because we had to go to sleep because look at the time and about that time is when he comes. And if he's coming at that time, then, I mean, if he sees us up, we're not going to get anything. Mm -hmm. And then there was the there were these phone numbers that my grandma used to give us that we call on Christmas Eve. And it was different numbers. And it'll it'll tell us where Santa, where Santa was. It was an answering machine and saying, well, Santa's right here right now. He said this location, so he can't come to the phone. If that helped me track Santa, why not? You know. Well, yeah, I know a lot of websites and things will do that too. We'll have different ways to to keep track of him. So I think I thought it was neat. Just you brought that into the the podcast world. I wonder how the Santa track is going to be the rest of this year because I usually start checking up how things are at the North Pole around October, November because I know there's a lot of movement. Oh sure, so, sure. Yeah, we'll have to stay tuned to see. I, I guess so. Yeah, definitely. And I, I expect in January, he deserves at least some some time off to, to to rest and relax. Another aspect of your podcast I enjoyed was you had some uh, some segments on what you called paying it forward and, and just showing kindness to people and doing even little things just to help each other out. You know, at the end of my episodes, I encourage people to be kind to each other. It's, it's something I'm, I feel very passionate about too. And I, and I, Really appreciate the way you've just developed that as as a, a main theme in some of those episodes this past month. What, what's some of your inspiration behind that? Myself, I could only live through my own experience. So myself, the the way I used to be, the way I used to see things for a little short time in my life, mm -hmm. and then somebody showing me, not telling me, "Hey, do this," but somebody showing me that with a smile you could save a life. And I got that smile mm -hmm. and I got that hug. I'm not going to say it saved my life because I love my life. I love myself. I don't know how it got to that person. I don't know how it got to me. And I, it was through this person, but the whole, you know, paying it forward is just a chain. Mm -hmm. And it's something that you don't have to spend money on. It takes no effort to put out a very sincere smile. Right. And the reaction that you see the rest of the day, it's priceless. It's, it's that awesome. And my, like my inspiration was myself. Cause once I felt that I'm like, I can't keep this, like I have to spread it. And when you try to spread it, it, it comes obviously you're like, ah, like why isn't it working? Mm -hmm. But then when you live by it, then yeah, I haven't tripped in a long time. So I guess that's, it's working for me. Cause I used to think about stuff and then trip. <laughs> <laughs> and i'll use that as an attempt i haven't tripped in a, in a long time and i'm not gonna say like oh i'm doing everything perfect no i'm just doing everything right. how i can and how it's coming out of my heart a lot of people say a heart is just an organ that pumps blood but to me right. i mean besides pumping blood it's just you know full of emotions and while that thing is pumping i'm just gonna try and you know smile as much as i can to as many people as i can and once i get back to the hugging then i'll hug as many people you know <laughs> yeah uh, yeah, people might not appreciate a hug these days, but <laughs> <laughs> you might might give them something extra along with that hug. <laughs> yeah, it's weird when you know, like I talk to my grandma and my mom. It usually used to be like a kiss and a hug. I'm like, don't you come near me, you Facetime me. I'm like, okay, yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So let's stick to smiling. <laughs> That's right. Well, yeah, boy, I tell you though, this this past year, um, you know, we have needed kindness more than ever. I think. Uh, it's been hard for a lot of people. You know, I, I consider myself fortunate that, you know, we had COVID, but didn't hit us very hard. You know, so many of the things that people face, losing their jobs, um, 
maybe not being sure what they're going to be able to eat, things like that, uh, because of, of COVID. Uh, it, it just, they went through some unimaginable hardships. And, uh, you, you know, I, I think that message of being kind is, is so needed right now. We hear a lot too about, you know, the nation needs to heal and that kind of thing. And I think it's going to happen through being kind and putting those differences aside. And just everybody, I want everybody just to, to keep in mind that we just went through the Christmas season and we're starting a whole new year. Mm -hmm. And just because Christmas is over doesn't mean you slow down or you retract on the nice things that you started in Christmas because of the holiday feels. But just remember, if you keep that intensity going, it becomes a habit. And by next Christmas, even if nobody tells you what happened, you're going to have this whole feeling, this whole feeling of accomplishment, of what you could do in a whole year. There's a lot of people still that they're not going to have their the same job they have, mm -hmm. they had before. There's Even if they get a better job, that's it, all this that, ha that has happened in the past year at least a scar in our, you know, in our lives, but it's just how you manage to do it. So, you know, still, you know, be super kind. Remember, there's still people that they might not have the same plate of food that you have on your table. So just as if it was Christmas week or Thanksgiving weekend, you know, just make sure that if you have, you know, if you have that blessing, just share that blessing with somebody else. Mm hmm. I mean, God never abandons. If you believe in God, if you, like there's people that don't believe in God and I've met them so wonderful human beings, like you're never going to be yeah. without that blessing. You know, it's just, it's not a religious thing. It's not a political thing. It's just a human thing. Right. Because it doesn't matter what you believe, you're still going to cross paths with a lot of people. Just share it. Right. Yeah. I, I had a, a guest on a couple of weeks ago and we, we were talking about just state of the world. And, and she said, <laughs> she said, Hey, we just need to let people know, you know, Hey humans, we're going to be okay. And, and I liked, I like that, you know, that, like you said, uh, you know, we're, we're in this together. Well, you know, talking about this, I'm reminded of, of a Christmas carol. I, I don't know. My listeners are going to probably be tired of me talking about it by now, but it's such a powerful story. You know, that's whole, Scrooge's whole, whole thing is that he wasn't being kind. He wasn't being generous with the what the resources that he had and he he expected you know something else to take care of them and he couldn't be bothered with it you know that's a that's a powerful aspect of that story that that i think our our world needs to remember right now is trying to remember the exact quote here but um when um the the ghost of jacob marley you know that when he, he says mankind was my business uh you know that he he should have seen them more as just than just fellow passengers to the grave, you know, that, that there is more to life than that. And uh, that, that's, I mean, that just remains to this day, my favorite book, favorite story. Uh, it has so many good messages for us today. And it's so easy to apply to, uh, it's so easy to apply them to our everyday living because mm -hmm. resisting, we, we use so much of our energy resisting, trying not to, not to go on the good side. I mean, we're so worried about what other people think, what it's on social media, how other people are acting and actually applying the good values. Mm -hmm. And Christmas Carol, I mean, you can't love anybody until you love yourself, right? Mm -hmm. So the first thing he was like, the first thing Scrooge was doing was just preventing himself from being happy. And like, oh, yeah. he didn't want to be happy. So he didn't want anybody else to be happy. He didn't question why he wasn't being, why he wasn't happy, and he hated everybody that was happy, or he hated the fact that they were happy. Let's let's yeah. let's. He he worried too much about what was material, mm -hmm. and the funny thing is, he had the resources because even the people that didn't have the resources, they didn't mind. You know, they 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 went on about his about their lives, and he, even with all the money in the world, he didn't have that that one thing that that happiness, and he had to suffer. In order to in order to get it, and the book, the movies, the illustrations, they'll sum it up, you know, in a few pages. The movie in a few minutes of what he he goes through, and mm -hmm. I I find always a little bit that I could identify with, and that's just a graphic of what we go through. And as human beings, we could either accept and adapt, and it takes a few seconds, or suffer like he did, like his whole life until he was a very old man, you know. In most cases, you know. Yeah, yeah. How he's pictured, he was a very old man and he wasted so many years of his life 
like a Christmas Carol is very, yeah. very, very, very powerful. Yeah. If, if you get the message and apply it, then yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting that that story is, is still so, so popular today. So, and, and I think just as powerful today as it ever was, it's got a good message. So I guess uh, our, our encouragement to you for the uh, listeners for the new year is to, is to show kindness to each other and find new and creative ways to do that even. And like Manny said, it, keep doing it. Eventually it'll be a habit. What a good habit to have, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll change gears a little bit here. I want to ask you a, a couple of questions here just so folks can get to know you a little better. Do you have a favorite Christmas movie you like to watch every every year? <laughs> just one, yeah? <laughs> yeah. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I turned into, I've, my whole life, I've identified with, with Clark Griswold. Yeah. <laughs> like every, every, every single aspect. Uh-huh. I think that's me. Yeah. <laughs> so you're going to slowly lose your mind over the Christmas season? No. <laughs> well. <laughs> we have Christmas podcasts. I think we already went beyond that. Yeah. We just try to hide it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We all lost our minds already. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I would could pick a favorite well i mean it would have to be either a christmas carol one of the versions movie versions or um uh, the santa claus with tim allen i i like that one quite a lot uh i, I like the the f- the family theme on on that one but uh really a lot of a lot of good ones yeah but when it comes to christmas to sit down with my wife yeah santa claus we watch it throughout the year oh cool yeah yes we do watch the santa claus throughout the year and then Elf, I got it free. Oh, nice. On I don't remember how many years ago, like on Google, mm-hmm. like with Google, I don't know, something with the movies. And I have Elf right there. So I just do Google and Elf is right there. So I'll pull that movie if, if I have my headphones near and I'll watch it. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to Christmas, Christmas vacation, like that's me. And you could go in my front lawn and look at my house and you could tell that's me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> there was there was uh, a couple years ago the first weekend after thanksgiving i think it was and that's when our town usually everyone turns on their christmas lights that weekend that i think it was that friday morning or sunday morning all the power went off and uh, in town something happened and all the power went out and so somebody asked me uh did you did you knock the te- power out of town griswold <laughs> <laughs> Like, I hope not. <laughs> yeah, uh, that I that year I went a little overboard. I think I don't know. <laughs> there's, there's no such thing. Oh, I mean, just it brings people joy. At least me. Uh, you know, I know people who love Christmas or you know even like Christmas. You know, it's I mean, how many go out and look at Christmas lights as part of their tradition? Oh, I I I did that for Thanksgiving. Oh, there I you go. A, I went to another state. We did like a ten hour drive. Oh, nice. Yes. It's, it's, a, it's a great feeling. I mean, you, you get tired, obviously, when you're mm-hmm. driving, but then you see lights, it's like refueling. It's like a shot of Cuban coffee. Mm. Like, boom. Okay, there we go again. I'm motivated again. <laughs> uh, what about uh, favorite food? What kind of Christmas food do you like? Whether it's for Christmas dinner itself or just the season. All right. This is where Feliz Christmas Mary Navidad comes in in, in handy. All right. I'm from Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say it in Spanish and then I'm going to go to English. Arroz con gandule, pastele, lechón, ensalada de papa, y para beber coquito. So that's rice with peas. It's, it's green peas. Mm-hmm. Pasteles, it's taste pasteles. It's uh, made out of banana, wrapped in a banana leaf, and you boil it. It has uh, meat inside. Lechón, it's pork, and you roast it. It's like you roast it on a bar, like rotisserie style, but most of the times it's on the ground. So you, you know, mm-hmm. cook outside and and potato salad or basically any type of salad. And then coquito, like over here in the mainland, we have eggnog, but from Puerto Rico, we have coquito, which is made with coconut and it might be spiced or really spiced. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We spike that thing. And that's, that's our to go food in, in Christmas. And I'm open to all, all traditions because I, I mean, I love food. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'll ever get to my high school weight ever again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> here yeah. But I I always go back to that one, and every time I would share that with anybody from here, like oh my, like, with my coworkers, like one of the guys that works with me, I took him to eat food, and he had salt and pepper. He's like, oh wait, I didn't use my salt and pepper. I'm like, you don't need it. 
<laughs> he's like, oh yeah, I see that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, we just baked some Christmas cookies. You know, my my go-to tend to be the the baked goods, you know, the cookies, the pies. My wife makes these called kolache. I don't know how she, what they are, but they're like a, they look like, they're shaped like those mini, um, like little smokies. They're, they're shaped like that. Uh, but but it's like a, a, a dough wrapped around some kind of uh, a nut paste uh, of like Oof. cream cheese and walnuts or something. But oh man, they my are sugar good. Just drop. My sugar just dropped. Yep. Yep. <laughs> You know, those are so good. And I could just, I do unseemly things with them. <laughs> that, that's what I love about being in the United States. Uh-huh. I only got one dessert for Thanksgiving because of the variety that was all over the place. Like going into the different bakeries. Yeah. And I, and I, live, I live in a smaller town, but so much variety. And when I went to New York, last the last Christmas that I went to New York, oh my, oh my, like the bakes, but... That, that's why I've I've made it that I don't want dessert. Like I I avoid desserts. I rather have just a little bit more of the food mm-hmm. because if I go into dessert, I'll I'll <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll what is it like? I'll sanitize myself. <laughs> yeah. And when I say size, I mean like big Santa. <laughs> yeah. My dad, uh, he he remarried uh, and married into an Italian family, and Ooh, yeah, yeah, nice. he. He loved to eat and boy, holidays, they just bring out the food. And so the first Christmas he spent with my, my stepmom, they went to a family's house. They had all this food, all this dessert, and he just stuffed himself silly. And then they went to somebody else's house and they had all the food out again. <laughs> and he had to be rolled home that night, I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my, my dad and I, we're not one to turn down a meal. So... <laughs> Why would you? Right. Yeah. I got to uh, enjoy some good, good cooking from, from her too. So uh, yeah, it's great time. Great time. <laughs> I guess, well, one last question here. Uh, how about a favorite uh, tradition or favorite memory uh, around Christmas that, that you've really enjoyed? When I was little, I used to wait for Santa Claus up all night. And the next day I would talk with my cousin and mm-hmm. we would both, we like, Somehow we heard the same stuff and we saw the same thing in the sky. And I don't like when you're kids, you imagine stuff. But I I had a talk with her recently and we (laughs) talked about that and we still don't know how it's possible. Mm -hmm. And I guess it's it's just the 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 connection because we spent all our Christmases like we would wake up in our house. And then the first thing in the morning, we would drive like our parents would drive us to to my grandma's house. Mm hmm. And that was like Disneyland. Like last time I went to my grandma's house, it's not a big house, but when I was little, like I would see all the lights mm-hmm. it, it was just, it was just like, like Disneyland. And my first Christmas is, I guess, before I, like I was away from my family or like, you know, you move away, you grow up. So it's, it's never the same, but I still cherish. And I, I remember so much of those because we would stay out. And like everybody was inside, we would sit out and at night, it's not as cold as <laughs> that's in the mainland. It's not cold at all. And we just stare at lights and talk about the stuff. And then the next day for Christmas day, we would hear, like we would share a story and we heard something and we saw something. And the, the, when we ask our parents, it's the same story that we tell them. So they would share the story. So it's not that I was sharing my story with her and she's sharing it with me. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to, you know, uh, bounce it off each other. Like, when my mom and my aunt talked, it was, <laughs> it was hilarious. And then hearing it after we're grown up, cause it was the same story. So they got to my grandma's house again with the same story. Mm. And I guess, and the fact that in Puerto Rico, we celebrate Christmas and the uh, three Kings. So Christmas is on the 25th and three Kings on the, on the sits. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for a kid, double the presents, yeah. even though Christmas was for toys and um, three Kings was for clothing. Mm. Like if it came in a wrapper, like if it came wrapped, I don't care what was in there. Yeah. I was just happy that I was unwrapping stuff. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's like a, an old Christmas picture or something that says, says something like, uh, may you never be too old to still search the, the skies on Christmas Eve. I have a shirt. Oh, you have a shirt <laughs> like that. Cool. <laughs> there you go. You know, I actually, I tell people my favorite day is, is not Christmas day. It's Christmas Eve. Uh, and especially in the evening when 
when it's that anticipation and you're waiting for the next day, whether, you know, you're all about presence, whether it's um, a, a, a day that is, you know, if you're very religious or something like that, or you just, you know, this is a day I get to spend with my family and that's going to be fun and my extended family, you know, there's many things that we anticipate about Christmas day. And, um, you know, it's just that, that waiting, that anticipation, the, the fun that's going to happen. Um, there's so much joy on that. Uh, and so, yeah, I like to, I like to go out and, and uh, I haven't gotten too old to still search the sky yet. So <laughs> I don't, th- I don't think there's, there's an age. I mean, yeah, that's the essence we have and what we pass along to the little ones coming afterwards. Mm-hmm. And it's a good, it, and it's a good feeling because if you honestly do it with the same innocence as when you were a kid, you still get the same goosebumps. You still get like that uplifting energy. And yeah, for, I mean, mm-hmm. Christmas Eve, I think it is my favorite day just because all the buildup is to towards that night. But it's also for me, it turns like sad towards the end. It's like, ah. Mm-hmm. Oh. So we start, we re, we reset again. That's mm-hmm. that's why I like my Christmas. Like they go a lot longer than usual Christmas. I yeah, I heard yeah. there's another Christmas that, that's actually longer than Puerto Rico's, but hmm. I'll, I'll stick to that tradition. But the way the air feels, the way it feels when you're breathing it, like when the little or a lot of wind depends, you know, mm-hmm. it's just, it's, it's like you said, it's, it's magical. It's, it's a miracle. I mean, you know, this year there was a little bit of bittersweetness to it. it with my son, he he turned 18 in December and he's getting ready for college and, and that's all so good and healthy and ex- I'm excited for him. But there's a lot of stages we're hitting now that, you know, it, it's the, the, those are doors that are closing and I know there'll be new ones and new new memories to to make, but yeah, it's still, it's still rough sometimes. And you now do, do you have any kids or? Not yet. Not, not yet. Okay. But I did talk before, right before Thanksgiving, I went to chop a Christmas tree, which you could find that episode mm-hmm. in my podcast. So I went to chop a, a Christmas tree and usually at the Christmas tree farm, Santa doesn't visit until after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And when we get there, it's before Thanksgiving and Santa's at a sleigh taking pictures. And he asked me that same question. Do you have any kids? And I'm like, no. He said, well, let me tell you this story. And, and he asked me, do you believe? And I had him like, my Santa shirt that says belief, but it was just a coincidence. Yeah. I have a bunch of Christmas shirts. So I grabbed the first one that's there since that was the first Christmas t-shirt I was going to wear this year. So it was, I mean, whichever one I haven't wore it yet. So, and he's like, but let me ask you a question. Do you believe? And I'm like, always and forever. He's like, awesome. Not, not everybody uh, after a certain age, you know, can answer Mm -hmm. like that. I'm like, I'm I'm always going to be a believer. Let me tell you this story. This little girl last year, she came and she whispered that she wanted a little sister or a brother. And he looked at us and he smiled. And then he's like, just a few minutes ago, it was mommy, daddy, the little girl and her little sister taking a picture with me. Oh, <laughs> I was like, wow. <laughs> and I'm like, and, and I, I, look, I looked at my wife and I told her, baby, we could get our, you know, our Christmas <laughs> miracle and we could come, you know, and, I'll take a picture with Santa, all of us, you know, next year. I mean, yeah, our, uh, my oldest, uh, he was born in December. And uh, so we, we almost had a Christmas baby. It was, it was about a week. Uh, well, let's see, 12th. So about, about 12 days short of, of Christmas. So Ooh, 12 days of Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that Christmas, I, I expect we were pretty tired and <laughs> that he, he had, uh, he had some issues with jaundice and things that we had to, take him to the hospital and and things but by christmas he was healthy and and home with us and we were very grateful for that so yeah yeah it was good 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 christmas present that year definitely (laughs) i mean like eddie says in a christmas vacation the gift that keeps on giving (laughs) yeah it's true it's true um all of our kids they they're 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 gifts like that and uh uh, hopefully uh you know you'll you'll experience that one day and um, it sounds like at least through, through your, uh, nieces and nephews, you, you get a, you can still do that too. So, oh yeah. Well, like when I, I mean, kids just give you that energy. I know they yeah. drain the energy as well. I know, I know, but, <laughs> but it's just, I want to share this. Like I have so much Christmas stuff. I mean, I have old school stuff and stuff like that, but like, I just want 
little people to share with, you know, run around the house. And hopefully they do like it. Because, I mean, my wife and I, we've been getting ready and buying a bunch of board games and old school Nintendo and stuff. Like, we have our tablet or whatever, but I don't want, like, I want them to see what we saw growing up. Like, to mm-hmm. feel some of the stuff that we felt growing up. My oldest nephew. He, I mean, they both like superheroes and stuff. But my oldest nephew is a Nintendo fan like I am. And I only showed him how to play twice. And he's made my brother get him everything that has to do with Mario. And I sent him Mario stuff. And he looks up on YouTube Mario stuff. And my mom's like, he just reminds me of you so much. And when he talks to me, my mom's like, I don't know what you guys are talking about. But you're talking about the same thing. And you understand each other. And, and yeah. I want it like I think I want that permanent feeling like around the house and hopefully when we do get them the babies they like that stuff because imagine <laughs> we had a Wii for a while and then you could get some of the old Mario games on the Wii and so I did that and that was a lot of fun and got to uh you know show my my kids the games I used to play and uh yeah I thought they were gonna make fun of it but they were like oh this is cool this is fun this they, is they, I mean they're a lot yeah. better my nephew he's since he was a baby, he always had a tablet mm-hmm. and with all this 3D stuff. And he was very talented when, with that stuff. But when he grabbed the, the controller <laughs> and there was no touch and he was moving from side to side, I'm like, nah, buddy, this is this is old school. And the fir- <laughs> like the first time he was mad because there was no touch screen or anything. It was just touch buttons. But I guess he processed it in his in his head or it, it was his subconscious because the next time he said, I want to play Nintendo. I want to play Mario 3. Mario 3? I was like, Where'd you learn Mario 3 from? It it was in your house. You had Super Mario's and then you had Super Mario 3's. You had Mario 2, but you said it wasn't that good. (laughs) Like, how do you remember? It's been months. (laughs) And I let him play in ever since. Oh, like, he's awesome. And he's only six years old right now. Mm. (laughs) And he's awesome. He beats levels and he tells my mom, like, call my uncle, call my uncle, tell him I beat it, tell him I beat it. I'm like, ooh. (laughs) You've created a monster. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> but at least it's with Mario. It's with a controller with but with actual buttons, not touchscreen. So I'm, I'm proud. There you are. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> man, Mario 3 is like the best game ever. Yep. Well, uh, well, Manny, I'm going to have to wrap up this episode, but uh, thanks for coming by again. And uh, I look forward to this new year and all, all that you're going to do with your podcast and uh We'll uh, we'll be in touch. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Thank you so much. And just for everybody, just remember that you're starting out now. If you finished last year strong, just make this year better. If it wasn't that strong, you have a whole year to make it what you want it to be. Mm -hmm. The boss in your court. That's right. That's right. And be kind uh, to each other and and do that every day. Uh, Manny, again, thank you for stopping by. Thank you. Well, you know who I haven't talked to in a while? Gracie. We're going to recap our Christmas this year and the fun surprises that uh, Christmas brought to us this year. So let's go see what Gracie's up to. Hello, Gracie. Hi. So, Gracie, you're back on the podcast today. How was Christmas? Fine. Fine? Just fine? Good. Oh, it was good, too. Okay. It was fine. It was good. And you're now back in school again. Yep. Things are going well. People are staying healthy. For the most part. I don't know. That's good. That's good. (laughs) Well, we are joined with a special fuzzy furry friend here tonight as well. (laughs) He doesn't say much, though. Well, you should have seen him five minutes ago. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of keep him quiet. Uh, One of our wonderful listeners sent us a couple of little Christmas presents, and uh, we just wanted to tell her... Thank you. Th- thank you very much. I wish you could have seen this the look and the squealing mm-hmm. and heard the squealing Gracie had when she unwrapped this present. So, um, <laughs> Gra- Gracie, tell me a bit about what, what your present is here. Silvana sent me this adorable little, well, it's not very little, just like medium-sized bear. Um, he's white with gray stripes and he has like a little white muzzle with a big gray nose yeah he's kind of funny like the way he's shaped it's a little funny like his stomach up to his neck is shaped kind of like a pear but then his legs are like thin as noodles and his feet are like huge (laughs) yeah yeah it looks like somebody stuck arms and legs and a head on a pear 
and he's adorable. I'll <laughs> I'll have to get him. a I'll have um, to post a picture. So he has lots and lots of stripes. So I named him Stripey, and it's a boy. All my bears seem to be boys. I don't know why, <laughs> <laughs> but he's adorable. So <laughs> hello. But oh. yeah, I really like him. So. Yeah, yeah, and and I got a a a pin. A pin. And it has some uh, books on it, and it's just a real neat little pen. So we wanted to say thank you. Um, and if I knew what your favorite Christmas carol was, I'd sing it for you. But <laughs> then nobody would listen anymore, so we won't do that. I mean, I can sing. <laughs> okay, that's true. Yeah, well, we'll maybe have to work on that. So um, I'll give you voice lessons. Oh, you give me voice lessons. Great. <laughs> so then I can sound like Pavarotti. Ooh! <laughs> okay. Ooh! <laughs> oh, no. Ow. Okay. <laughs> No singing. All right. Not like that anyway. That's that's in my contract. No singing on the podcast. <laughs> I mean, if you sing decently, that was... <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, how was Christmas morning? Did we have snow? I can't remember. Yeah, we had snow. We had a little bit of snow, but mm. now we have the snow. Like, seriously, mm. we have like at least a foot out there. We'll like, yeah, it's... about a foot of snow. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it depends on the place because it was like really windy. But, like, I was, like, holy when I stepped in some place. And, like, where's all the snow and others? Like, I could still see the grass in some parts because of the wind had just blown, you know? Mm-hmm. And then but other parts, like, I, like, thought I was going to, like, trip and fall and face plant in the snow. Because it was, like, to the top of my boots. So Yeah, yeah. Yesterday we had a blizzard, two actually. No, two days ago we had a blizzard. Yeah, and it was epic. The the um. <laughs> the snow drifted against some buildings really, really a massive amount. It's it was yeah. incredible. You haven't seen snow like that in a while. No, not really. Not a, we had a decent snow. It snowed pretty much the whole, whole day. day. Well, until afternoon. Until the afternoon, yeah. And then all night, it was really uh, creepy because I woke up around uh, five ish and. I was creeped out because I didn't really know it was, like, going to be windy. Um, and I just heard the door slam to the garage. And mm. I'm like... Yeah, our garage door, um, the door we walk in was open and it was slamming <laughs> through from the wind. The wind was intense. Yeah, it was bad. Um, but, like, I didn't mm. know it was going to be windy, so I'm like, is there, like, a person, like, stalking around? <laughs> yeah. It was a it was a polar bear. And then, then I freaked out, because, like, I was, like... Because then I was, like, hearing things. I thought I heard, like, people downstairs. <laughs> so I was, like, half asleep. I go into my parents' room. I'm like, uh, sounds like there's someone downstairs. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I... I was, I don't think I woke up all the way, so. Yeah, <laughs> you were mom, just kind of like, uh. Mom took care of that for me. <laughs> I just, I don't know. It was weird, but it yeah. was just windy, but. Yeah. Wind, like, just gets me sometimes, but yeah. Yep, yep. Well, it sounds creepy when it, when the house starts groaning. Yeah. yeah. Oh, on a rabbit trail. Oh, right, right rabbit trail. So we, we had, we had a little bit of snow on Christmas morning. Not very um, much. But... Oh man, Christmas was fun this year. It really was. Let's see. I got so many bear or bear things. So I got Squishy. <laughs> I got Timothy one, Timothy two, another bear I haven't named yet. Um, Stripey. Uh, I swear. S- I had squishy. One more. Did you n- mention Squishy? Yes, I mentioned okay. Squishy. Squishy. At least five this year. Wow. Squishy. Squishy is probably. I I love it. This thing is huge. It's this giant. Looks like a beanbag almost, but, but it, it's a, like a. It's called a squishmallow. A, squ- a squishmallow, Ma- mallow, I, mallow. Yeah. Yeah, I just named it Squishy. I pick a lot of basic names. That's because I run out of all the cool names. Because <laughs> I have like a bazillion bears. And that's not an I exaggeration. I don't know how many, but last I counted, I had fifty. But that was like before Christmas and all the Christmas mm. season when he bought me like seven million more. <laughs> <laughs> I was weak. Because I bribed him with my frown. <laughs> and then now I'm probably over 60. So nice. I have a lot. So. Yeah, yeah. So we uh, had to go to Walmart and I got this. I found this thing to put, I don't like know, it's like a. You hang it from the ceiling. Yeah. And then there's all these little like places for storage in them. Mm-hmm. Like different compartments kind of. And yeah, it hangs it's like a ceiling. mesh net. It's, it's round and it has 
like she said, different compartments and holes yeah. And so we, we now got some I can in there. actually like fit in my bed. <laughs> yeah, it was getting to be problematic. And they it, would all fall off, and I'd have to make them beds in the laundry baskets, and that wasn't. Then they spend all night crying on the floor, and no. I would make <laughs> some of them beds on the floor. I I don't know why I'm so dedicated to them. I just am. Yeah. Well, then um, we had a, a, a nice surprise for the kids. So the last present they all opened uh, was the announcement that we were going to go visit Grandma and Grandpa the next day uh, for about a week for Christmas. We weren't it sure we were going to be able to visit or not, but... Um, We've had COVID, so Yep, we had no. COVID. And, and they I, did, too. Well, they did least, as well. and At least the, my grandma Yeah, did. at least your grandma did. So we, we felt like we could make the trip. And it's it wasn't too far of a trip, and we could make it Ugh, safely. It felt like so, forever in the car, though. Yeah, except um, for you, because you would listen, actually no um, in the back seat. You would like listen to your podcast and fall asleep for the majority of the <laughs> that trip. Felt really short, and I I ended up sleeping most of the way. I think, and uh, I was really tired. But I we, would throw a bear at him, and he'd be like, ah! "We had um, <laughs> we had a nice time down there. The weather was really." Well, you know, it was southern well, Missouri, so for, the, for a few days it yeah. was nice, and then it just rained. We and we got rained. to we got to go out and enjoy some nature, so that was fun. Anyway, on the way home, we we ran into a snowstorm. It was well, an ice oh, storm. Yeah. So I we had to forgot. spend the night in a hotel. And my dad was saying, like, your sister was like, "Oh, it's not that bad." And then, right. And then and you're like, "Yes, underneath of that is an inch of ice." Yeah, it, it the snow accumulation wasn't much, but the ice yeah. was, it was icing up our wipers. It was yeah, ice in within the road. minutes, like yeah. And we like we wanted we were starving, so we went to get lunch at McDonald's. I got out and I almost fell because literally the whole parking lot was just coated in inches of ice and I'm like this is terrifying somehow mm. we survived and we luckily we had a super eight really close so yeah we were um, able to stay the night and and I don't I don't remember what town that was even um yeah somewhere in Iowa I, I'll have to have to remember uh, but it um was scary anyway it's a really nice hotel and the, the guy there was just so the, yeah nice. the guy who owned it and ran it was just super nice and had a had a great great hotel experience yeah so that was an adventure car trips wear me out even though you do nothing but like sitting all day but for some reason they still make me tired but yeah we had yeah. we had a good time just it was pretty adventurous <laughs> mm-hmm. we had uh oh then we went across the street for some mexican food which was good and And then (laughs) we walked around walmart and they bought me two bears because they were on sale oh we did yeah and i named them snowball and maple maple looks he looks like your traditional canadian with the ear flaps the plaid and everything so we named him maple after maple syrup (laughs) right (laughs) no because like the flag of canada has a maple oh maple leaf leaf okay Oh, I see. So, yeah, that would work too. But yeah, I, I know we have we do have some Canadian listeners out there. So, hello to you, and uh, mail me some syrup. No, you <laughs> no. don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. Just kidding. Um, but snowball was a basic bear. You know, you're just basic bear. Mm-hmm. Like a wintry white yeah. polar bear. Really white bear with red and green scarf, little paws and stuff. Yeah. So that was our Christmas. It was pretty simple. We had a little time away. Um, it was nice get out of the house after forever, it felt like, because mm. all I really leave the house for is school, and I don't know about you, but I'm not, like, if I were to choose a place to go, I wouldn't choose school, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, school isn't bad, but, like, I mean, there's way better places I could choose to go than school. Mm. <laughs> Santa uh, delivered a lot of good presents this year. Pretty much if I got a book for Christmas, that makes me happy. So, <laughs> I, uh, I, um, and We got a fun game, too. Board game. Uh, a couple of games. Yeah. We it was got, great. Um, Tree is down. Um, sadly. Yeah, I took it down. She won't let us keep it up all year. <laughs> she being the, the matriarch of the house. <laughs> <laughs> They're actually, I think our Christmas lights are still up. Oh, yeah, our outdoor Christmas lights. We were just too lazy to take them down. Well, actually, um, they're on a timer, and all I have to do is switch off the the box, and they'll turn off. Yeah. But 
I put the box in a different place this time, and it's out in the yard. And Maybe I don't want to. like that one family and keep them up all year. I don't want to. Oh, all that reminded me. Um, anyway, there are several houses in town still that have their Christmas lights up, so that was several, cool. Several, yeah. Um, I feel like people just need some extra joy this year. So, mm-hmm. so cause just because of everything, well, last year kind of, you know, if you want to get technical, but. Yeah. Yeah, well, and you know that there's a house in town we call the Gingerbread House. Oh, I love that house. The the way they decorate is so it's so beautiful and amazing. It looks, and I think they just won the, our town's um, Christmas light contest. But um, now they switched the decorations, and they have just a few strings of white lights, and they have some. They did. Um, yeah. Uh, so it doesn't look as cool anymore. No, no, it, it, and they have snowflake lights in the oh, windows cool. so now it looks like winter and it's just winter lights which is really neat yeah so it, you don't always have to take down like you take down your christmas lights but you can put up different things yeah and i like this idea of changing the lights so it doesn't look christmasy but it looks more just more wintry right because it is winter still yeah. well and i i saw driving through the blizzard to the gas station to pick up our our pizza <laughs> for dinner and it made me happy to see that i thought that looks but like winter during, not christmas during the christmas season they go crazy like mm. absolutely nuts and like inside the windows they'll have like kind of like red and orange kind of lights it doesn't sound that christmasy but it really makes it look like like a gingerbread house and like just the colors because the house is brown well mm-hmm. and then those colors go well together and they also just have normal lights like christmas lights but they make it so pretty that it just looks like a gingerbread house and one house on the same street as us they also go like absolutely nuts yeah lady at the end of the road you know right yeah i i've seen her up on a ladder like putting lights okay i wondered if they hired someone or if they did it themselves i don't know maybe i saw it i i I would love to have a house look like that but i don't think i'd want to do it uh, that yeah. that intense. I have about one or two strands out on the porch, and I'm good with that. <laughs> yeah, but, they look pretty enough. So. Yep, yep. Well, that was our Christmas. It was pretty low key. Yeah. Um, Nothing too fancy, but it was it was still nice. Mm-hmm. I don't get why you didn't give me a pet bear. Oh, I'm bitter. I know. Uh, maybe next year you'll get the bear <laughs> cub for Christmas. I'm just. <laughs> it'd probably try to kill me. Um, no, not until it grew up. <laughs> still, it doesn't make me feel any better. Although I, I did, I have seen videos where people have been able to tame bears and take care of take them. care of them. Yeah. So, well, don't get any ideas. So. No, I know. <laughs> Maybe I'll just be a zookeeper one day. There you go. Work at the zoo. Take care of the bears. Yep. Yeah. Pandas, koalas, grizzlies, polars, sun bears. Well, um, (laughs) I I think that'll wrap it up here with with Gracie. Um, Mm -hmm. She doesn't know this, but I'm going to have her back on probably the next episode in a couple of weeks. I've got a list of uh, uh, some Christmas questions to ask you that I found online. So. We're gonna we're gonna revisit some of that and uh, ask some questions and see and learn a little bit more about what we like about Christmas. So stay tuned for that. Basically, the truth. Yes, yes. Comes All right. Out. Oh no, the truth. <laughs> all right. Well, you all uh, let us know how your Christmas was, and we, we will hope it was great. Talk so. to you later, and I hope that. The one gift you didn't get was COVID. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's make like a banana and split. (laughs) What? You didn't find that joke appealing? Oh, okay. (laughs) That's dumb. (laughs) All right, well, these are the jokes. Okay, (laughs) goodbye, everyone. Bye. Sure I can't sing? Oh, you sound better. Okay. (laughs) Goodbye. Goodbye. All right. Thank you, Gracie. And we'll be sure to hear more from her in the upcoming new season. All right. Speaking of new season, let's look at the old one. When I started this back in, well, I started preparation for this podcast back in about May or June or so. I had a lot of things to learn, a lot of research, and I'm still 
learning as I go. I had visions of being more organized than I was, but, uh, you know, we got through it. Even though I did lose a couple of episodes there, here and there, I I don't know what happened to them, but uh, they disappeared on me. And honestly, my expectations for the podcast were pretty low, partly due because I I often doubt myself, but, and, and like I'd said in an interview before, I really wanted to do a podcast. I love books, and if I'm crazy enough, I might start a book podcast this this year, but we'll we'll see. But I, I love Christmas, and I part of wonderful communities of of book podcasts and Christmas podcasts. But I decided to go with Christmas because this year was difficult, and I needed that Christmas joy in my life, and so, and this certainly met that need. I've really just felt happily in the Christmas spirit all year. It is my sincerest wish, if I accomplished nothing else, that. I was able to bring you some of that Christmas cheer and to encourage us all to share kindness to each other and to tell each other stories and and to laugh. I was expecting very low numbers. I don't know what's normal for a Christmas podcast, but um, I didn't really expect much. And I, and I kind of wanted to keep my expectations low, so I didn't get frustrated. But I wanted to come in and do the best job that I could. And I am overwhelmed today that since the first episode dropped in July, I have had 28,642 unique downloads. I I thought it would maybe I would reach 1,000 by the end of the year. So this completely, completely has blown me away, which, you know, that's almost 1,000 downloads per episode. And, you know, now that we're in January, those download numbers have really dropped because most people listen in uh, November and December, I guess. But then that's OK. I'll be putting content out because I, I know that there are going to be some of you who listen all year round. And uh, some of you need to catch up on all the content I put out in December, too. So there's that. But if you're going to be with me throughout the year, I'd love to hear from you. You know, one of the best things you can do is to rate and review us online. I know Apple Podcasts, you're able to do that, and that really helps. Any place you can do that is such a such a help to us, and it's a, a free way to help out the show. Also, you can share us on your social media. I know you might get some f- flack from your friends who may not be a Christmas crazy like you are, but sharing us also helps. So I thank you for those folks who are doing that, and, and I know especially a couple of you are doing that quite steadily, so that's such a big help. I had two goals in mind as far as interviews went, and that was to interview Sam Weller, the author. He was, I think, the first interview I did, and we talked about Ray Bradbury and his Christmas story, but we talked a lot about just Bradbury in general, Uh, and that was around um, October in around Halloween time. And another, as crazy it sounded, I wanted to talk to Gerald Dickens, who is Charles Dickens's great-great-grandson. And I was able to do that too. On a, and you can see that in the Christmas Carol uh, episode I did. And those were really just the highlights of many highlights of, of, of many high points for me this year. That It was just amazing to get to meet two people and to chat with two people whose work I enjoy. And then we get to talk about Christmas. That's like the best thing ever. But then along the way, I got to meet some new friends and new people and, and folks I'm going to have back on again in, in upcoming this upcoming year. Um, so many great people out there. It was just fun to be able to reach out and make new friends and to talk about Christmas and what they're doing. So what were my most, the most downloaded episodes I've had? Of course, the, the biggest download epi- downloaded episode has been the first one. It's been out the longest and um, if you're like me, I always when I find a new podcast, I'll usually listen to the first episode and then try to play catch up um, and bounce bounce back and forth between their current episodes and their backlog if I really like it. But I won't count that one because that's just kind of a you know an introduction. So beyond that, the one that has the most downloads is the one on October 29th, where I read a story for Halloween called uh, "A Kidnapped Santa Claus," and that's by. Uh, L. Frank Baum. Now that, that was a lot of fun to record and playing around with the sound to do, uh, to make some of the different voices. Um, a kidnapped Santa Claus had almost thirteen hundred downloads, so that's that's pretty cool. 
in a very close second was the episode called The Creative Little Christmas, where I talked to uh, three different people from the My Merry Christmas website that I'd met there. So I talked to Bill from thevillagecollector.com. Bill and I, I want to have Bill back on to share some more Christmas stories. I talked to Sandra McCauley, who wrote the book called A Town Called Festive, which I know she's writing some new books, and I'll let you know when those are available. And then I talked to Sean from the Christmas Podcasts podcast. I want to take a moment just to tip my hat to Sean. His podcast is almost like the impossible. (laughs) Okay, he has to keep track of all of our podcasts, especially in December. It must have been insane as many of us downloaded a ton of stuff during Christmas time. And um, to keep track of all that, to be able to come up with summaries. um, and, And on top of that, he was doing interviews for a while. I just really appreciate his hard work on that and in helping and just advertising us basically, which, you know, is just a wonderful, wonderful gift. Um, So Sean, thank you. And I hope you had a very Merry Christmas. Uh, Keep up the good work. And I just want to say, you know, we recognize the hard work that you're putting in over there. So thank you, Sean, so much. Another close third place episode is uh, the episode with Gerald Dickens. Um, It's called The Christmas Carol with Gerald Dickens. And I hope you had a chance to watch his one-man production video of of that. I I watched it twice, and it was so good. And then uh, I guess to round up the top five, we have A Simple Christmas with guest Nancy Carey Johnson. And I hope you've had a chance to read her book. It's so charming. And then uh, A Stress-Free Christmas with Lisa Sharp. And uh, Lisa was just, was just so kind to come on the show and give us uh, some tips. And Lisa, I hope you've had a good, cozy Christmas uh, this year. The podcast has been downloaded all over the world. And I'm happy to say in all 50 states here in the, in the United States, strangely, the last state to download an episode was South Dakota. I would have thought Hawaii or somewhere hot but uh yeah it was south dakota but they eventually joined in so if you're my uh, south dakota listener i want to send you greetings and say thank you for um, listening to the show well it's time to wrap up and i want to do it with a poem i came across this poem online from susannoiseandersonpoems.com and i'll have the link to her website in in the show notes. Her middle name is spelled N-O-Y-E-S. So that's Susan Noise Anderson Poems.com. And she's written a poem back in 2012 called Christmas Past The Afterglow. Christmas Past The Afterglow by Susan Noise Anderson. One melancholy sight to see, a brittle, barren Christmas tree. The lights that twinkled are no more, pine needles lie upon the floor. The beads and balls have all come down, and every branch droops to a frown. Removed, it leaves an empty space, but hope steps in and holds a place. A lingering whiff of forest air, a memory for all to share, a sense of loved ones gathered there. And then I want to read what she says at the bottom of this poem. She comments, Sometimes I wonder why Christmas ever has to end, but then I remember that a big part of its magic is the fact that we only get to welcome it once a year. Anything that special is worth waiting for, and the season of Christ's birth definitely qualifies. Happily, we are always free to celebrate him all year long. And I love the sentiment that she expresses there. And and I want to uh, thank her for giving me permission to read her poem. I love just how accurate her description is. You know, after we took our tree down, we have a fake tree, but there were needles all over the ground. And uh, we had I have had to vacuum several times just to get it all up. You know, I like to burn the uh, pine candles. And sometimes I catch a whiff of that and I'm like, oh, it's Christmas. I smell that, you know, I smell that Christmas smell. There's a place I like to walk at a a local um, state park. There's one section we call the Christmas tree. 
the, the Christmas tree forest or the Christmas tree path because it, it walks in between pine trees and and even in the summer when they get damp, you can smell the pine and it smells like Christmas. And so I like to walk there. And, you know, that would be something if you want just a feeling of Christmas in the middle of summer, go take a walk among pine trees if you're able <laughs> uh, and, and smell that, that wonderful fresh pine smell. It brings me back to Christmas. But I love... Uh, what she says that those lingering hints those lingering smells and memories remind us of the loved ones that had gathered there and that's so poignant especially this year when maybe we weren't able to have all of our loved ones gathered together safely um, some were able to some weren't and uh, you know if you weren't able to my heart goes out to you and i hope that this year we can all gather together and uh, be safe as we celebrate the best holiday of the year. So with that, uh, we'll wrap up our first season of Cozy Christmas Podcast. I won't be gone long, just a couple of weeks. I'm going to uh, get some things uh, organized and straightened out and planned, and then we'll be back to it near the end of January. I don't have a firm date yet, so keep subscribed to us, and we'll keep dropping episodes throughout the year. Uh, if you'd like to help support the show, uh, you can go to ko-fi.com. That's ko-fi.com backslash cozy Christmas. And for the price of a cup of coffee, you can help support the show. I've also got some new ornaments up at Etsy. The link to my shop will be in the show notes as well. Until uh, we talk again, be kind to each other and share your stories. And remember that there is nothing in the world so irresistibly contagious as laughter in good humor. Have a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year.